welcome again to Relit Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we're so happy to have you here listening again on episode 48. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I do want to let y'all know that if you want to join in on any of these conversations, let us know your thoughts, give us some ideas, what you like, what you don't, maybe there's a story you want us to talk about or opinion on. Mm -hmm. uh, we absolutely love to hear that. Sure do. And we, we want to hear that. Oh, yeah. And the ways you can do that is you can go over to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or you can even email us. Now, if you search up our live reaction on Facebook and Twitter, you'll find us. I post the links in the description. I also post the email... Uh, address down there. It's relative reaction twenty eighteen at gmail dot com. So I just I want to kind of get that out in the air because I want you to follow along. And if you hear something you want to tie some up, we absolutely love hearing about that and getting to see what other people's thoughts are. Um. So how have you been this week? I have been awesome. How have you been this week? Not too bad. I finally own a house. Yay! That homeowner. Finally happened. Homeowner. Homeowner. After all the <laughs> absolute chaos and stress of all that process finally have the keys to our house it's, it's a finally very nice name. house it is and now comes all the projects that my wife wants to do oh sure staining and painting and this and that she's like well do you want to do anything i'm like i just want to fix the one door that's broke it's <laughs> my only thing and it's not even broke it's just i don't like it <laughs> that's the only thing i really want I could definitely see where your wife's coming from. When I first moved into this house, I have ideas just out the yin-yang for everything. But it is nice to finally have it now. Yes. I got to go to the drag strip uh, this last week, which was fun. It was the first time of the year. Went out there, got to watch some. Got rained out, so we only got half of it, which sucks. Half's better than none. Uh, yeah. And it was still fun. Like I said, it was, it was, it's always fun to go out there and just enjoy and relax and hang out. Yep, 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 yep. I spent all Sunday out in the yard with my husband. We were weeding and yard working and had a wonderful time. Came in with a sunburn and all, but it was awesome. Well, I know I spent all day Saturday outside. <laughs> we went over uh, up in, where, where we recorded from, we recorded from Southwest PA, and they have this thing called Pike Days. Yep. And it is basically a giant yard sale. Yeah. Where, like, everybody pitches in, everybody does their own yard sale mm -hmm. all along uh, Route 40. Right. And it goes all the way down into Maryland, mm -hmm. comes all the way up through Pennsylvania, up in a little bit of West Virginia. Yep. So it's just, like, this giant, I mean, you can just travel the road. And there's yard sales everywhere along this road. You don't right. go more than an eighth of a mile without something. Exactly. So we did that all day Saturday. We went and... At least hit our little portion mm -hmm. of Route 40 up. Got Found some good yummies because they always have those little booths with the good oh, yum yeah. yums. And there were some yummy ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some good food. And <laughs> the little ones selling lemonade, so I had like three glasses of lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker. I can't pass up a cute little girl selling lemonade. Just can't do it. No. There's something about it. I think it's because, like, when I was younger... That used to be what I did. I yes. would always sell either baked goods or lemonade or something. Mm -hmm. So now anytime I see a kid selling it, I'm like, All I right, gotta do it. Well, well, what are you selling? Like, hey, <laughs> some. Give me some. Um, did you hear the Arizona's famous grumpy cat passed away? I did. It's seven years old. So young. 
That's young for a kitty. It is. That's a horrible thing. See, felt like I knew Grumpy Cat on a personal level, you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Golden State Warriors swept Portland in overtime. I did hear that as well. Yes. So they're going to make their fifth straight finals, which ties only the Celtics that have ever done that before to go to five straight. It was also the sixty-four or something. The final episode of Game of Thrones. Many, many folks not happy with it. Yeah. I thought it ended fine. Please don't berate me. I, my boss at work is a huge Game of Thrones fan. She loves it. Oh, I do too. She was laughing and picking, uh, saying like a couple weeks ago that she was going to take a personal day this Monday to recover. (laughs) She was saying all this. And I asked her yesterday, or on Monday, I said, how did you like it? I said, because I'm reading so many mixed reactions and I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I wasn't, right. I didn't watch the last episode. Um, I was like, how did you like it? I said, because I'm hearing a lot of mixed reactions. And she goes, I didn't like it. <laughs> she like, Cassidy liked it. I didn't like it. Yeah, my husband <laughs> didn't like it. I just, I mean, I thought it was okay. I didn't like love it, but so Bran the Broken is the king. I think it's awesome. Didn't sure. see it coming. Bam, there it is. I did hear that, like, a lot of people were getting aggravated towards the end of this last season, just saying that they seemed like the writing got lazier than it was the first. It didn't seem as... It was still good, but it didn't seem as... Oh, as... yeah, I didn't see anybody that didn't like it and that said the writing got so bad they couldn't even finish it. Like, right. everybody was, it was still watchable and everybody was still, like, in it. Mm, it just wasn't like it as, as impressive and enthralling as it had been. And I still believe Cersei needed to die a more harsher death than just freaking rocks. I guess her favorite, she got mad because I guess the week before she burned, like, a city down or something. Yes, she did. King's Landing. Yeah, sure. I guess she was supposed to be, like, a good character or something. She was. She was, like, the most beloved character. The last two episodes she turned. You're like, what? And my wife said, because she doesn't watch it either, but she has, like, um, she just, like, read posts on different things on her little group chats. And they were saying that, I guess, the lady, the actress in it, mm-hmm. she actually had, like, an existential crisis about it because she's always been this good character. And she was, yes. like, freaking out when she read the role because she saves and does this. And now she's going to burn with the children. And She is, she was, like, the light in all the darkness. And then the last two, she just, like, turned mad. It was sad. I even have a Khaleesi shirt, which now I may have to burn. Oh, is that who it was? Yeah. Oh, sure. Queen uh, Dragons. <laughs> Did you see there was snow? Like, a couple people got like a foot, foot and a half of snow? Yes. And did you see the Midwest, man, with the weather? Yeah, they're always... They, yeah, but they're always, but this year it's like tornado heavy. Yeah. That's a shame. Oh, yeah. I lived out there for four years, and I will tell you, it is... Take care, y'all. crazy, crazy weather. Yes. I just couldn't believe it, because I have a friend up in Colorado, and then I have a friend over in, uh, right next outside of Cheyenne, and they were talking about how much snow they got, and I'm like, what? It's, it's like the end of May. <laughs> I'm laughing because the kitty is watching my turtle like it's a National Geographic channel again. <laughs> and His I love TV. when he does this. He just sits in front of it and stares at the turtle like, whoa. <laughs> <sighs> oh, 
Well, like we were saying, this is episode 48. Yes. I'm excited to learn some 48 facts. I couldn't think of one. You'd be surprised. 48 actually did me well. 48 is a model of Harley Sportsters. Okay. Uh, we broadcast in the lower 48, as some refer to the continental U.S. According to the Mishnah, the or the old Torah, wisdom can be acquired via 48 ways. 48 is the number that's now retired at the University of Michigan since President Gerald Ford wore it. Oh. And also, it's the number of Jimmy Johnson's car. Oh, The best yeah. fast car driver out there. Okay. Now, why I didn't think of that, I don't know. Guantanamo Buddha sat under a Bodhi tree for 48 days attempting to understand the nature of reality. Wow. You have the first 48, one of the shows loved by Mama Bryn. Mm-hmm. And there's 48 minutes that make up a basketball game. In New Hampshire, there's actually 48 mountain peaks that are more than 4,000 feet above sea level. Oh. Lastly, in Chinese numerology, 48 means prosperity. So let um, this oh, episode oh. prosper. Yes, baby! I'm doing... You can't see because it's a podcast, but I just yeah, did the really, Star Trek thing. You really like, <clears throat> don't yeah, that, it, that It purpose. loses its on me sometimes. Anyway, first story! <laughs> <laughs> All right, see if you can guess where we're going. My first story is Sire Ketiller. Yes, baby. That is Turkish for serial killer. Famed Turkish serial <laughs> killer, the hunter, is sentenced to life again. You're like, say what? I'll tell you what. It seems he murdered once again after being released on bail. Reckon he was not better. <laughs> Hamdi Kanapinyar, 39, was arrested after killing a security guard because he liked his gun. So that's a good reason right there. I mean, you know, I like your gun. Let me kill you so I can have it. I like it. I want it. Give me. I like Hamdi. it. I want it. Bye-bye. Hamdi committed his first murder in 1994. He was only 14 at the time, and he strangled his own brother. He had issues way back when. <laughs> yeah, I actually have heard about this guy. He is yeah. He then went on to kill seven more men, injuring six other men before they captured him. He claims he killed because he hated society. Uh, yeah, don't we all, baby? Get over <laughs> yourself. He referred to his victims as his prey, hence his nickname, the Hunter. He was originally sentenced to life, but they felt he was better after fifteen years. So they released him. Turns out he wasn't. And um, he's sentenced to life again. And I think this time they'll probably go life. But see, here's the thing. You sentenced him to life because he was obviously off his, off his rocker. Yes. If he is 14, what killed his brother hell? just out of jealousy. He's not better. No. He's Mm-mm. not going to get better. I didn't think he would either. No. That, is, that does not fall on the same... Boys will be boys. Yeah. No, that is not how that works. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Whoever let him out, yeah. No, not their best day. Not their best day at work. No. <laughs> going to have to think about that one a little bit. <laughs> Rethink it. But no, I actually did hear about that guy because he was. He's, he's, if he's mentally insane. This would be a awesome case for the mentally insane because this kid was affected way as a child. So I think he, like, you know, had that 
sociopath thing even as a child. If I remember correctly, I think this is the same serial killer that when he went to jail or prison or whatever up in Ankara, Mm -hmm. he actually escaped, killed some more when he was on the run and hiding until they captured him again. Yes, this time he was let out lawfully, but he had escaped before. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, I think I remember this guy because he had killed, they arrested him, he found a way to escape, killed more while on the run all throughout Turkey, and then... They but yeah, he's went, all better. <laughs> yeah, that's you, there, there's no all better for him. I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. And I'm pretty sure the family of the security guard would agree with us. I'm sure a lot of the families would <laughs> all around. Well, my first story of the day is going to be emotional chocolate. Ooh, I like it. For the first time in its 125-year history, Hershey is switching up the way its iconic milk chocolate bars look. Ooh, now, they? we know that the change is scary, and I see you kind of worried over there. Well, yeah, I like how the little bars just... But it's still just a candy bar, and it's not really going to change up a lot that you're that you're worried about. Okay. Uh, to be more specific, Hershey's actually going to start putting something different on every bar, like how it says Hershey in every little square. Mm-hmm. They're going to stamp something different. Instead of doing its name, it's going to be... An emoji. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So nothing is going to change with the shape of the bar, the squares, the flavor, the chocolate. What they're doing is they'll either have like a thumbs up, a face blowing, a kiss, a face with tears of joy, among all kinds of others. That's cool. I know they've done this with M&Ms. Yeah. It'll basically be like an emoji keyboard on mm-hmm. chocolate. Now... They'll have uh, several options to help you articulate your feelings. And then, of course, there's still a delicious Hershey bar. Amen. So instead of having to scroll through all these pages, all you got to do is eat your way through a couple of chocolate bars and you'll find that perfect emoji. I can do that. Their goal behind it is they want to inspire you to put the phone down and pick up a chocolate bar and kind of share the wealth. Oh, I don't know about sharing, but all of it sounds good. The company teamed up with parents and, of course, kids to pick out the emojis that might spark a conversation, kind of, you know. Oh, sure. One of the best ones. And as the age-old millennial saying goes, where words fails, emojis speak. Yeah! Now, they did test the emoji chocolate bars with um, some people, and 87% said it would be something they were down for. Oh, yeah, so, that's kind of cool. there's a reason to believe that whenever they finally hit out, that it's probably going to be a giant success oh yeah i agree now of course everyone's always worried about was this going to make the price raise or whatever no it is a limited time thing it's Mm going to be for the summer uh and there's still going to be 99 cents for a bar or 409 for the the pack yeah the snack bag so you don't have to worry about that it'll be a 25 different emojis all together that'll be kind of spread throughout the different bars and random that's cool i can't wait to get one yeah so they're just hoping to basically want you to they want you to share the chocolate bar and make a connection instead of just being on the phone. Yeah. That's their goal. I, when I we had purchased my nieces in love with M&Ms and we purchased the emoji ones for her and uh she would go through them and pick out like the the bitchy face and all and give them to her brother. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't as thrilled with the emoji. Chocolate. Hey, you got M&Ms out of it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> it's a win-win situation. 
Yeah, <laughs> sounds pretty all right still. Oh, I tried it. I would. Try. Well, I love Hershey. Yeah. Anyway, but... a Hershey chocolate bar is, is good. Oh, it is. There's nothing like it. It melts so nice and smoothly. Lint bar. Hey, they're rated number one, baby. Mm-hmm. And with good point, with good reason, they're rated number one. I, I, I still. If you're in it just for pure chocolate, go lint. Yeah, you're not wrong. And we are touched down, because that's why yes. right. we're still in the month of May. We yes. still got two weeks left of our package thoughts abroad. Oh, and yeah, even buddy. though we may not be in store for more of this delicious emoji chocolate like we were talking about, but we are in store for a new adventure. Where are we going this week for our new adventure? Where are we touched down at? We are touching down in Manissa, Turkey. So, Ooh. Merhabi, everybody. Merhaba. Merhaba. I was so close. You added an I where an H to be going. Okay. Really Merhaba, everybody. Tishikular <laughs> for... Okay. Tishikular. <clears throat> Tishikular. Means thank you. Thank you for correcting me. You see, that was my Tishikular. I love the way they say it. Anyway, they, we are going for all natural fruit and nut fit balls. Oh, yeah. There are five different flavors, but today we are trying the fig, walnut, and chai seed, which is good for me because I freaking love fig. I have a pair of balls in my hand. Oh. <laughs> well, um, you want to take those out here and, and go wash. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's see. I'm nervous. Mm-mm. I love fig, so I'm kind of excited. Mmm. Now, see, I definitely get the fig taste, which I love. And the chai seeds make for a nice little crunch. They really do. They hold it all together. Mm-hmm. I was nervous about this. Mm, I like them. But I was I'm happily proved wrong about being nervous because these are really good. Yeah, if you like fig, these are your... your mm. The tagline is, we want healthy for you and your children. And I don't know that tagline in Turkish, so we'll just say it that way. This, obviously, they're fit balls because there's no artificials, no added sugars, they're gluten-free, so, I mean, they're healthy, and they're really good. I I dare to say I think kids would like these as well. I could see that. Now, say we were in Turkey. Mm-hmm. How would we advertise the wonderful package thoughts? Well, I'm so glad you asked that. We would simply say, Pacatelimus du Chancellor. Okay, I gotta try. Okay, I'm, I'm just go curious. I, I wanna give it a shot. Pacatelimus du I'm sure if there's any Turkish people listening, they're all like, oh god. You guys, you guys killed it. Yeah, nailed it, babe. You bet. Yeah. I go into a Turkish. Yeah, I go into a Turkish restaurant. I'm always like, because I feel fancy, because I actually know hello. And and then I say it, and then they start speaking to me, and I'm like, oh shit, that's all I had. I know. (laughs) I remember, you know, like going over and go, hey, merhaba, nasasin. And I, I used to know, like, when they said good day, like, how I could say, oh, I'm having a good day as mm-hmm. well. And then after that, they would start, like, continue talking. I'd be like, oh, At. At Lar. Yes, I just called him a horse. That's all I got. No, best Turkish word out there is mutfak and mutfaklar. Mutfaklar. Dur. I love dur. 
which means stop. Yeah, all, I know. All Mootfuck and Mootfuck Laras. Kitchen. Kitchens. Oh, let's we'll see. But it just sounds fun to say. I always liked going, Durr! <laughs> Kill me. No, God, I love turkey. Kill something. All right, second story. <laughs> oh, man, those things were really good. I'll be picking chises out of my teeth for the rest of the day, but... Yeah, it'll be worth it, though. It will. It was and like I really a Fig think... Newton, but better. Yeah, it was. It was like a big old Fig Newton, and they're soft and chewy. That's why I think kids would like them. Yeah, and I was looking like on their ingredients. Mm -hmm. It is literally just sun-dried fig paste, chai seeds, and walnut pieces. Like, there's nothing else. I would like to try the other flavors of these. Even the sugars has zero added sugars, and it's only 3.8, just the natural sugars from the figs. Well, yeah, with fig, you don't need sugar, because fig is like nature's candy, if you ask me. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Good stuff. All right. Now for me second story, football or soccer? Whatever you call it. I refer to it from just being overseas as football, but... I, that's how I always refer to it as football. Yes, because they all do refer to it as football, so you feel a little strange when you say soccer and over there. <laughs> especially because, like, for me, I know I was overseas for, for most of my, my oh, actually, basically the entirety of my teenage life. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, along with a little bit before that. Mm -hmm. So when I really started getting into soccer and all, like, started watching because it is so wildly popular over oh, there. Oh, dear God, yes. You nat I, I, like, naturally call it football now because that's what I used to talk to everyone around me because that's when I fell in love with, with football. And, you know, yes. if you say soccer there, they're like, what? And yeah, so they just, just look at you weird. So they're now like, it's, like, so natural for me to say, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're going down to the football game. We're, you know. I'm not really sure why we have a different word for it over here. Because we did American football. Yeah, and it's nothing like football no. over there. So I'm not sure why we would make that connection. Anyway, it's weird. The fans in Istanbul, Istanbul, Istanbul. The fans in Istanbul, Turkey, are, Constantinople, Constantinople. Yes, it was. <laughs> <clears throat> are downright crazy about their team, which I think can be said for a lot of Europe. Yeah. The locals on their teams, oh baby, you don't mess with them. Just don't. So, <laughs> a little sidebar here to kind of. Put an exclamation point on your point. I went to a game when I was in Turkey. Mm -hmm. um, Spore, which is my team. Yeah. Loved them. They were local and all. Orange and white, they had cool colors. Yeah, they looked like giant Whataburgers. Yeah, they did. Uh, however, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did. I, I loved Adonispor. Well, we were playing our rivals one time, and I was able to get to go get tickets. Yeah. Um, uh, my father went with me. We went with one of our Turkish friends. Uh, you know, we all got tickets. We were so excited because it was with Rivals. It was a big game. And to say they take it seriously is basically like not saying anything. <laughs> While there, I watched them pick up stones from like it was like cement, like seating area. Literally break off stones and throw them at a guy doing a corner kick from the other team. Uh, the opposite team, the opposing team... Broke off the, you know, they have like the plastic chairs that are like screwed down to make right. the bleacher settings. Yeah, they were ripping them up and throwing them at us. Mm -hmm. Um, we ended up, I considered a loss. It was a draw. 
it was 1-1 was the final score, which I think is a loss. If you draw, you lose. Exactly. I uh, agree with you there. <laughs> and, and obviously, everybody else felt that way, too, because people were, like, ripping off their Donna Spore hats, ripping them and throwing them on the ground, and Damn. yelling not nice things in Turkish. We go out to go into the car so we can go home. There's tear gas out there because there was a riot starting, so we had to go through tear gas. That was not fun. Let me tell you, that shit burns. <laughs> Like, when they do that riot control, man, that, wow, that'll yes. bring a tear to your eye. When my husband came home with my then young son, I uh, said, you know what, that's enough daddy-son bonding for a while. Mommy will take <laughs> over. Okay, because mommy doesn't take him places where he gets tear gas and stoned. <laughs> well, either way. <clears throat> I'm just yeah, saying. They are extremely, extremely extremely crazy about their teams over there. Okay. It was reeling from its worst season ever, Istanbul's uh, football season was. It was the Istanbul Fenerbahaji. I have no idea what that means. I'm... I went to look it up and it was giving me nothing. So, anyway. So, this uh, team started a lawn, uh, lottery campaign on Turkish television. In two days, a mere two days, they raised 55.9 million lira to help clear their debt. Wow. That is equal to 9.37 million. That's two days. They they got that for their soccer team. Could you see our football team? I mean, I love the Pirates. I have been in love with the Pittsburgh Pirate baseball team since I was a young, young child. I first went, I was seven years old, and I have been captivated ever since by them. I'm not giving them my money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got more than I do. They can give me their money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll but, start a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> but they raised near $10 million two evenings on television. Wow. That is just amazing to me. That just, un in my head, I can't grasp that. The television station owner also pledged to donate the two days worth of advertising to the team. So everybody who advertised in those two days, whatever they paid, the television station owner donated it to the team. So that was on top of the $9.3 million. Now, is this 9.3 million lira? Or no, it was 55 was million okay. lira. I didn't know if the conversion had been right. done or not. So, wow. I mean, wow is all I can say. The club president is also one of the top five wealthiest families in Turkey. Surprise. Rich get richer. Amen. The club needs 60 million lira by the end of May to avoid all sanctions. Now, they raised 55 million on the television plus the advertisement, so they may have it. They probably do. Yeah. Between those two. Exactly. And if not, he's the fifth wealthiest man. Yes, dear God. Bail your team out. Bail out some change, baby. Anyway, <laughs> this sanction that they're facing includes transfer bans, suspension from all European tournaments, which, you know, that's major. Well, yeah, that's what you, you that's play a draw. in your league to go up to, like, exactly. European tournaments and, and fight there. And the different, there have so many different tournaments going on, but, like, that's the goal. Right. You try to place high in your league, so that way you have your solid fan base. You're in the league, you're top of the league. Of the fifty-five million they had from television that they raised, plus the advertising money that the television producer guy is going to give them, 
they also sold an amazing amount of merchandise, like T-shirts and oh, yeah. such. I'm sure their jersey sells them through the roof. And... Right. So, something tells me they made uh, their $60 million debt, and uh, they, they probably... will have no transfer or no sanctions banned. No, they'll probably, they probably made at least $100 million. Oh, gosh, yes. I, I, do, I believe they everything. did, yes. Which is... I'm just saying, could you imagine doing that for your sports team? Mm. I, I couldn't. Not just as a donation, no. Yeah, just let's help them out. You're telling me that the guy who owns you is the fifth richest guy in Turkey. He couldn't bail you out? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's... just saying. But obviously, they have uh, undeniably... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Undeniably fervent fans who decided to help them out and help them out they did. That's insane. Well, over to my second story of the week, we are going to say, wind it up. Oh, I like know. that title. Wine <laughs> and chocolate. You go. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was a, a restaurant in England that kind of made a, a little bit of a mistake. Oops. Um, well, see, this customer had came in and was sitting at the bar at this nice steak chain. It's the Hawksmoor Steak Chain in Manchester. Okay. Uh, and he ordered a 2001 Chateau Pichon Langeville Comtesse de la Lande and bottle the, of wine. Yeah, there you are. Thank you. I'm I'm pretty sure that wasn't the house wine. Go ahead. <laughs> and it, it was. It was listed at 260 pounds for the bottle, which okay. is like $335. Sure. So, I mean, it's an expensive bottle of wine, but it's not like the most expensive it, you right. see at it's a restaurant. It's not like outrageous. You order a nice bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Well, they were busy that night. Everything was going on. And the customer was given a bottle of Chateau Le Pin Pomerol, 2001. Oh, <gasps> No. The audacity. Which doesn't sound like anything crazy. This bottle, however, cost 4,500 pounds. Ouch! Bad mistake. Bad mistake. Which is about $5,800. So this is about a $5,500 difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. we're talking about. Uh, The customer who's accidentally given the bottle, or they actually, sorry, they actually went over to their page when they realized what happened and made a statement and said, hey, the, to the customer that accidentally got the, was given a bottle of the fancy wine shit, which is 4,500 pounds on our menu last night, I hope you enjoyed your evening, is what they, Hell yeah. they tweeted. And they said, to the member of the staff who accidentally gave it away, chin up. One-off mistakes happen. We love you anyway. Aww. Now, they had like a little picture, and you could see That's the two different bottles of wine. And oh. if you were busy, I oh, could gosh, definitely yes. see when, when you're just grabbing and talking and asking, hey, the labels are both bottle? white with red print. And like, obviously, if you can tell plain. by the name, yes. they're both the same brand. Uh huh. So it's not like, I you know, they're both Chateau mistake. wines. So there's, you know, they're going to be listed. Or, I mean, you should really have time. your expensive wine separated, though. I'm sure. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't know this restaurant, obviously, but you would think you would have a bottle that costs that much, perhaps, put in a place kind of special. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's pretty awesome because even the restaurant, the the spokesperson actually like wrote in an email and was like, it was a very busy night at the restaurant. It was a very simple mistake. 
a member of the staff picked up the wrong bottle, mistaking it for another Bordeaux of the same vintage. Right. So they're barely like I'm surprised how okay the restaurant is. And yes. Not, like, to... Exactly. Not like you're fired. Uh, yeah. Now the wine went out and was served to the customer. The customer didn't know. And it was only afterwards that one of the managers had actually picked up on what happened because, again, it's a busy night. You give out a bottle of wine. You're not necessarily doing inventory in the middle of a rush. Exactly. <laughs> so the restaurant doesn't even know the name of the two customers who were actually served this at the bar. No. Because, right. again, you weren't paying attention until afterwards and you realize, wait, was that the – oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like you can go up to your customer and say, excuse me, and take their glasses back. A <laughs> um, a reply – Showing the two bottles uh, about when the restaurant was saying, you know, chin up. They're like, they look pretty similar, okay, was the reply with the picture of it. Um, a, a waitress had asked uh, a manager to grab the bottle of wine after a couple were at the bar so she can go put in their food and kind of, you know. Right. Hey, can you get their bottle of wine for me? And they were like, oh, yeah, no, not a problem. Let me run over. And sometime later, another staff member actually walked by and was like, ooh, someone's drinking a really impressive wine at the bar tonight, aren't they? And that's when it kind of kind click. of clicked. And that's when they realized <laughs> click, 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 uh, they ordered a second bottle and the manager tactfully suggested they order a different one without letting them know what happened or, you know, make them feel weird or anything like that or, or right. show on him. So, I mean, obviously the manager who made the mistake is, is mortified. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm pretty positive this will never happen again. He's probably no. going to reread bottles of wine until <laughs> he dies. He'll read them 12 times before it gets to the customer next time. You know he will. Oh, yeah. He's going to be asking other people. This is what you asked, right? This this you asked for. Me bringing it in. This would cost this much. But I just wanted to bring that. I was like, well, that's they a... handled it very nicely. They did. I think that's why the story stuck out to me so much was just how well. Yes. Everything was by handled everybody from... involved. It was handled yeah, beautifully, all the way down from the customers, all the way up to the to the owner who was like, "Hey, yes. so the waiter that did it, shut up." Very adult over there. No tea and crumpet for you guys. <laughs> Oh, could you imagine being that person? Oh, yeah. They'd be like, oh, did you go out last night? Well, we did. We went to the bar and we had this wine. Oh, let me tell you about it. Yeah, they're probably thinking the $300 bottle of wine. That's the best three or, you know, $200 yes. bottle of wine I've ever had in my that life. That tastes damn good tonight. <laughs> Lord, yeah, yeah. That was a, a $5,800 bottle of wine. And if you've ever been a wine drinker, you know as well as I do. You want to try the expensive one. You, of course, don't have the money for it. But oh, you want yeah. to try that pricey one just to try it, just to see the difference. I don't understand how people ever have $6,000 to spend on a bottle uh, of wine. I t where were we where we watched that guy order? That was in Germany. We were going somewhere, and we stopped to eat at a place. And the gentleman ordered, like, a 2,000-pound wine while we were there. Oh, uh... I think we were going to see the Rat Pack. I think it was out in Frankfurt. You were right. That's exactly what we were doing. We were sitting there and we were eating dinner and all. Mm -hmm. And a guy was like, it was a bottle of wine. It was like 2,200 euro. Yes. I remember that because we were both like, damn, I want to do that. Give me a sip. <laughs> I, I just can't, like, at least let me smell the cork. Come on. The bottle size does not change. No. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So it's still no. only going to be three, four cups. Oh, it's my cup. It's like two. But, yeah. <laughs> How many of cups do you usually come in a bottle? Of wine? You just drink it straight out the bottle. Who the hell are you kidding? I have done that, yes. <laughs> this don't taste like no Chateau I ever had. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine spending that much on 
uh, several glasses of wine. Yeah, uh, you get no. several glasses out of it. And Nothing that guy ordered that it so blasons. What do they call that? Blas, whatever. He ordered it so nonchalantly, like it yeah. was just something he did every day. Um, I would like the, and we were like, <laughs> I just couldn't imagine that. Uh-uh. I we were in a ritzy place, obviously, but yeah, but there's like 99 cent drinks that I like. It still yeah. tastes really good to me. Mm-hmm. And we did while we were over there in Europe. We tried the Euro wine. Remember? Oh yeah, that's that's a mistake. <laughs> There's a reason a it's it. Euro. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you this. Spend more than a dollar on your fucking wine. Oh wow, we tried it just to like. Okay, we just got to try it because it's a whole Euro. Yeah, like yeah. what is possibly a Euro? It took everything I had in my person to swallow said wine. <laughs> It was not. No. Oh, that was not pleasant. I think, you know, I tried sugarcane water when I was down south, and um, I'd have to say the two tasted similar. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was nasty, that sugarcane <laughs> water. That was nasty. That was just, I don't know how y'all drink that. Mm, nasty. You could go back to Turkey and have the... Uh, no. I can't remember. Eret. Eret. No. Mm, no. That is the worst drink in the freaking world. <laughs> I have ever tasted. I'd rather drink swamp shit than I would that. It only costs like one and a half, two lira. And that was entirely too much. (laughs) And people over there drinking by the like the freaking gallons. Well, yeah. They're everywhere. It is so disgusting. It's really refreshing. No, it wasn't. It was like sour curdled milk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We know what that means. Last clip. Yeah. All right. I got a good last story. Y'all gonna love this. Of course, we are still in Turkey. We've never left yet. Be nice. Okay. I've went all the way from Pennsylvania to England so far. Well, yeah, we did. Get, you did go to England. Well, I, I hopped over to England. Just, you know, I mean, he's talking wine and chocolate. Who the hell's not going to leave for that? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is underground Turkey. The world's largest underground city was recently discovered in Cappadocia, Turkey. Oh, really? Yes, and I know I'm saying that right because I've been there. Yeah, Cappadocia is oh, oh god, I it's love. gorgeous. The fairy chimneys? Yes. Oh. I love those. It is possibly one of the most beautiful things I think we've ever seen. Yeah, which is really awesome because these fairy chimneys, and I, if you don't know these i highly suggest seriously google fairy chimneys oh, all yes. you have to do or just if, get a google cappadocia and it'll pop them up yeah true and if you just go to like images mm-hmm. when you hit fairy chimneys and i mean you'll see them and they are really cool because they look like a rock that's gonna fall off but it's like you couldn't like yes. you can stand on top of them and they don't and move. they won't move and it is the somehow place through, in the world yeah. that they are naturally forming and it is crazy and they're so cool however and there's just fields upon like mountains of them yeah as far as your eye can see you can see them and they're just naturally forming and it is amazing and what's really cool is if you know how to angle a camera correctly you can make it look like a giant dick yes it turns out uh they can pinpoint an american right away over there Because the pinpoint is always the pinpoint uh pick is always the american hey look at my donger yeah Anyway, it's pretty awesome. I have a couple of those photos. <laughs> and because they're in Turkey, you can go up and touch them and molest mm-hmm. them and do whatever the hell well, you want to. <laughs> okay, let's not talk about making it a dick pic and then molest in the same sentence. How about that? 
I, I think they two go together, you don't know. No. Okay, maybe it was just me. Anyway, <laughs> during restoration of a nearby fortress in 2013, this underground city was discovered. Now, if you've ever been to Cappadocia or look it up on your computer, you will know there are many underground cities in Cappadocia. Yes. They're infamous for them, and they're amazing to see. We stayed in a hotel that was inside of a mountain. Awesome. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. Anyway, this city dates back to the bicentennial time, hence all the old formations and such. And this city could house more than 20,000 people, this underground city that they discovered. Wow. Just that is a, giant. A, yes. That's huge. The site spans 460 square meters. Wow. So we're not talking just a little little house in a mountain here. No, that's like I said, that's, a, that's bigger than most towns I've ever lived in in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Underground cities in this area are nothing new, and they're, they were made to hide the Christians who had converted from Muslim because they were then hunted once they converted oh, yeah. over in Byzantine time. So they made these unbelievable underground cities and that's where they stayed and were, you know, safe from harm. Over 35 underground cities have been in, have been discovered in Turkey so far with the major part of them being in Cappadocia. Yeah, they are like I said, it's really cool cuz you can go out into like the fields of the fairy chimneys and you will see like oh, yes. when you're out there you'll see like whatever the next mountain might be where there is like the carvings and the roofs mm-hmm. and you can if, if you're willing and I was you can climb up and like you can see yes. where they would have carved out rooms and different tables and all it's it's really it's really it, it just it's so fascinating. The only bad thing with going into these cities is there was a lot of of graffiti in a way. Not like the graffiti we have over here, spray can, you know, paint. But any Christian things that were, that people had carved into the walls or whatever were like people had come by and scratched out. Yeah. So there was that. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. But because these are... Uh, I mean, I understand their reasoning, I guess, but it was just sad to see all that scratched out because it was amazing. Oh, yeah. Some of it is really intricate. Yes. Like, the way they would carve things, they would carve whole pictures out. It, oh, gosh, yes. Super intricately. Yeah. And to have somebody come by and just scratch it out is just, well. Anyway, all these tunnels underneath, they include kitchens and chapels, wineries, staircases, living spaces... Just to name a few. I mean, these are literally underground cities. You don't have to come up to the top. Wow. That's how amazing they are. Be a mole person. Yes. <laughs> the mayor. Hey, everybody would be pale like me instead of dark like they are in Turkey. Yeah. I still don't think they'd be that pale. I'd still stand out. Generations. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The mayor of Cappadocia has predicted that when all is said and done, this will make Cappadocia the biggest tourist destination in Turkey, bigger than Istanbul. Wow. That's what he predicts. That's a hell of a claim. And he may be onto something. I mean, the the biggest underground city in the entire world. That is, I mean, yeah. But I mean, on the flip side of that, you have the biggest outdoor market in the world in Istanbul. That's also true. And you also have the biggest, uh, what is it called, a temple? I'm not Mosque? sure. Mosque. Is that in Istanbul? Mm-hmm. I, thought was, I thought that was down in uh, by Saudi and all. 
No, I think the biggest mosque in Turkey is in Istanbul, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, in Turkey, yeah. Yes. I thought you were talking about in the world. I'm, yeah, it's like I'm saying. I mean, I'm in sure Istanbul is not going to be hurting on any of their tourism dollars, but this is definitely going to make Cappadocia, which already relies heavily on tourism. Well, yeah, it's, uh, there is know, amazing, amazing things out there, and it's one of the few spots in Turkey that you can actually go, like, skiing and snowboarding in. Right. That have, like, yes. the correct, not only the correct mountains, but the correct type of snow that falls. They and actually it, it, do, like... It's absolutely resorts. breathtaking. It truly is. If you go there once, you will go there again. It is because a beautiful, it's so, beautiful city. Not to mention they have so many... I mean, of course, they're going to have your tourist traps. You know, oh, yeah. your, your camel rides, which we did. Uh, yeah, we're tourists. What the hell? It's a tourist trap. I'll do it. Uh, they had the camel rides, the carpet uh, people out. Oh, yeah. Um, they have, like, a big downtown with nothing but shops that sell their wares. Stained glass is huge in Turkey. Yeah. So they have a lot of those. They had a little make-your-own-pottery thing there, <gasps> They too. did, and make-your-own-rug. They also had the Oh, make- I know that. Yes, me and my friend Sandra went there. I still have the pictures. That's cool. Amazing. They teach you how to weave in your own rugs. Because, oh, of course, they're famous for their carpets and such. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Well, my last clip of the day is going to be candy milk. Oh, uh, I, I love your freaking storylines, man. We went wine, chocolate, candy. Yeah, I, 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 mm. I didn't realize this until, like, I was really starting to piece my week together. Like, That's I grab... Good. <laughs> the way I, I, I work is I grab, I mean, tons of stories throughout the week. Yes, as Anything do I. Anything that captures my attention. And then I, I kind of... Then you I, I, it I down. weave down from there of things that either aren't interesting or not big enough or mm-hmm. not enough overdone or you know there's just so much that goes into it yes i look I'm for the lying. obscure exactly and that's what we kind of pride ourselves on here we try oh. to bring you up-to-date news that right. happened in this last week that you may not have heard of right either in happened... your backyard or across the world yeah and some things i i pull out a story and i'm like oh wow that's interesting and then i realize it blows up which right. i mean is because it was interesting but... exactly then, We've had quite uh, a maybe like I don't, that. Maybe I don't want to use that one right now. Right. I, I wish I wouldn't have done that with the Jussie Smollett. But when I did it, it was such a little teeny story. I didn't realize just how. And did you see what happened? Yes, they canceled the show. Enterprise, I believe it was Empire. Called. Empire. I'm sorry. I was on the E. Yeah, because I guess Empire was the people that wanted him back and, you mm-hmm. know, made him come back. So I think they were on Fox or whatever. I'm not sure. I've never watched the show. I heard it was good. I've never watched it. But though. they didn't want him back, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. So they brought him back. They finished out their contract, and when they go renew it, they thought, easy renew. They canceled their show. Yep. Yep, they did. But no, I, oh, the the goal of Relative Reaction is we share our overrated opinions, mm-hmm. and we try to do this with up-to-date news. Right. We don't like to do things that are, even from a month or two ago, I don't like to do. I like to do something that has happened I do. in the I, last... Yes week mm-hmm. or maybe two weeks at most i didn't hear or find out about or like, something so news breaking that the end of the story isn't even with us yet yeah those I are like ones that. i try to go for i try to keep it really really recent but on the flip side i try to do it with things that you may not have heard on your local radio or your exactly. local news or that you may not have scrolled across something and then i like to try to use funny 
was yeah. my my big thing. Well, I was doing that this week, and I realized by the time I got to the end of it, I went. I don't know if I was really hungry this week or something, but I went with an entire food theme. Yes, you food did, and, and I'm gonna have like a bag of chips and a chocolate bar and a soda pop as soon as we're done. <laughs> Like, I, I didn't even realize I was doing this, that I made a theme, but I did. And if you don't drink the wine you bought in the fridge, I'm gonna. Okay, we'll continue on now. Go ahead. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Well, Snickers and Twix chocolate milk are coming to the local store near you. Uh, uh, you say Snickers, I'm so there. All right. <laughs> so, we all know that these are some great candy bars and some mm-hmm. of your favorites, like, you know, Snickers. Mm-hmm. Now, what if I could tell you that it's going to be in a milk and it's actually going to be good for you? Get out. I know. You're probably thinking for there's what? no way. Like a Snickers milkshake? Because I've had those. Well, <laughs> it's going to be made with low-fat milk. Okay. And each 14-ounce bottle is going to have 14 grams of protein and only 160 calories. Oh, I'm going to try it. So, yes, I understand this is not the healthiest thing in the world, but we'll put it this way. Comparatively. It's not bad for what you're thinking. You know what I mean? It's Yes, I'm sure the Snickers shake I had was well beyond what you just said. <laughs> oh, yeah, or the countless Snickers bars that I just eat straight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get those little mini Snickers and you end up eating half a bag or a whole bag if you're me, but yeah. whatever. It's just, it's just a reminder that, you know, you are still drinking candy-flavored milk, so it's not going to be the best, but it's actually not, you know, completely unhealthy. Uh, So, Snickers coffee creamer is already a thing. Right. But that's more for people that want a subtle, like, candy bar with their cup of joe or, you know, their coffee Mm -hmm. in the morning. But this is, like, kind of the going with those protein milks that are coming out and all in straight, you know, candy bar flavor. Oh, yeah. Now... The goal is to have them on sale by the end of the month. Oh, sweet! Um, and they're going to cost about two forty nine for a a bottle of it. So average protein drink price. Yeah, so it's not going to be super outrageously expensive either, which is nice. Right. I'm going to definitely try them. I know. I, I'm I'm so excited to try them and see how they taste. Is your store getting them in? You always I have, have the no whereabouts. idea. Okay. I don't ever know anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the Twix milk is going to have like a, a caramel chocolatey flavor with the added like kind of like how they have the crispy cookies. Yes. It's bring a little bit of that flavor. And Snickers mm. is going to be more of like the nutty and caramel oh, and chocolate. I want Snickers. So I'm going to have a calcium overload and a, just a protein yeah. party mm-hmm. coming up here by the end of the month. And he's partially lactose intolerant, so wish us all good luck here at the house. Oh, yeah. I, I will be probably in the fetal position with upset stomach. <laughs> oh, no, my stomach. But it'll be so worth it because I want to try oh, yes. both of them, and I want to try the Snickers one a couple times over, I think. Yes, I think I want to try the Snickers one in a case form. Yeah, I want to try Snickers, Twix, <laughs> Snickers, Snickers, Twix, Snickers. <laughs> that, that's about right. Next to the peppermint patty, the Snickers is like the god chocolate bar. Yeah, them and Reese Cups, man. No, Peppermint Patty first. Then Snickers. Just saying. Gotta love a Reese Cup. You gotta have facts. Gotta have your your, your priorities. That's what you gotta have. Priorities. Okay, it's chocolate. All chocolate's good, damn it. Oh, no, that is not true. Okay, that's true. (laughs) That's true that that was not true. That, what, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that is about wraps up for my stories anyway this week. Yes, sir. Thank you for being with us. 
Yes. Make sure you join us in last or mm-hmm. next week. It will be our last our, our, our last international package thoughts for this month. As we have traveled across and we've done we've we've been to some places already. We've we have. went to Canada and Mexico. Yes. Uh, France, England, France, England, Japan. Mm-hmm. We were at Turkey this week. Yeah, where are we gonna be next week? Tune in, find out. Hi. The plane wheels will land on the tarmac somewhere next week. Yeah, baby. I can guarantee you that. Pack and I can also tell you this: next week is going to be yet another themed week. It's going to be the last one for the month. Mm. It's going to be the last international package thoughts for the You're month. You're gonna love it. I have had a blast doing it. Yes. Please let us know what you thought of us doing a special month like this. If it was right, how do you say you goodbye know, in Turkish? I don't know. Bye. Later. Deuces. <laughs> And he speaks Turkish a bit, too. That's great. That's Peace out, my homeros. <laughs> Later, Abba. Later, Abla. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. <laughs> uh, I know <random> words. <laughs> I can say, you know, hello, how are you? Good, very good. Uh, I can say hello, thank you, and uh, call your horse. I can say vagina. Oh, Okay. That's, uh, I don't really think that's part of, uh, the, the culture to just bring up the word vagina. <laughs> yeah. I learned it. Saying. We should learn how to say mad cows. They got mad cow over there. Wild cows. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Wild it's cows. It's not a thing. It is. Over in Turkey, wild, wild cows. Wild cows are not a thing. They should be. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let us know what you thought, though, the international, you know, should we try to do another different style theme, or if we should just go back to what we were? Yeah, let, let us, us know, know, man. Because we, we, we care about your input, we really do. We, oh, we yes. We build this show for y'all as best as we can. And the ways you can give us that input is, like I said, go to our Facebook page, Relative Reaction, go to our Twitter, uh, Relative Reaction, you can email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All the links are posted in the description below. Yep, yep. Thank you so much for listening in this week. I know it was a little bit shorter than normal, but I hope you had a blast. Love I think you, the stories it. were fun and all. I think uh, I highly suggest if you find these in your local store, yes. these all natural fruit and nut fit balls thing, and the name is hilarious, Delicious. but they taste really, really They're good. really good. And I was scared because I'm sorry, sometimes people get a little weird, and when you open the With bag. With the combinations. And when you open the bag, the smell is not well, the most inviting exactly, smell. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes you kind of awful, like, oh, I hope this is going to be all right. But I'm telling you, they tasted amazing. I would eat them. I would yeah. eat them again and again. No they doubt. Were a and I honestly snack. believe children would like these. Yeah, they were a perfect little snack. But thank you as always, like I yep, said, for yep. listening to us. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. You can always leave us a comment. You can message us, email us. I just can't stress that enough that we really do want to hear back from you. If yep, you want to go above and beyond, go over to wherever you listen to your podcast at, whether it be iTunes or anywhere else. Leave a little comment there. It doesn't matter what you say on that one. You can put a five-star review with that, and that helps us out tremendously going up these charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really helps us get seen. So... Uh, as always, we are huge pet lovers here. Yep, yep. Door, as you noticed throughout this episode, we got interrupted because we were laughing watching a cat watch a turtle. <laughs> uh, you probably heard a dog snoring in the background. No. That happens some weeks. I can't cut everything out. I try my best. Um, but... I'm also... And she has to be near her daddy on her defense. Exactly, and I'm also not going to make it a pet-free zone, even though when I'm recording, because, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, 
me and my dog are very close and we do not stray from each other. So if he's home, she's near him. Yeah, it's not happening anytime soon. Sorry, hasn't happened for the last 12 years. I don't plan to happen anytime soon. So make sure you help control the pet population, spay and neuter your pets, and some of your relatives. Or you could just kill off your relatives, apparently. 15 years, see you if I'm right. Yeah, maybe find bury him in life. the under cities of Turkey. Oh, the you know, hiding spots. I, I mean, they didn't find him for how long?